Get your popcorn ready. If you don't want to watch this tilt, fast forward about 10 minutes, okay? About 10 minutes. Because, oh boy, do we have a lot to recap here. Slate. Okay, so, I mean, where do you want me to start? I have about a page full of notes. I had to take notes. And if you're new, if you're new, it's a rare occurrence. We have to break out the notebook every once in a while when slates like this happen. Okay. Jot down some notes. Watch the game. Taking a few notes. All right. I think this is a good place to start. Can we talk about coaches giving out information today? Literally in like code? Like I'm trying to decipher code to try to figure out how long these players are going to play for. Start with Dwayne Casey, Mr. Casey, all right? Tweet from, or uh, article from last night. We're going to run this game like a practice. We want to run the bench a lot. Then he comes out and says, we're going to try to give everybody run 24, 25 minutes, but we're going to play the bench as much as we can. Excuse me? Excuse me. How about Willie Green? I don't know if the tweet pulled up, but Willie Green coming out and saying 20 to 25 minutes for the starters, but then also saying he's going to be risk averse and not going to take chances, and he's going to run the, bun- the bench way more than the starters. It's again, contradicting, right? So what, what are we doing here? What can we, okay, here, here's, here's what I said on Patreon too. If I'm an NBA coach, and it's the preseason, just be straightforward and tell people what you're doing. Who cares? The game, mean no- the game means nothing. I would literally be like, all right, starters are playing 25 minutes. Bench comes in. We'll get the end of the bench in in the fourth quarter. How hard is it to say something like that? Nah, we're, we're going to run it like a practice. Give everyone run. Oh, well, no, but now maybe we might get 20 to 25 minutes. Stop it. All right. You know, I, I, I gave my praise for Billy Donovan last video, right? One of the few coaches that I trust. Are we serious with this? What am I supposed to do with this? As a creator who's giving out content for DFS preseason, how am I supposed to give advice for this? Going to play the starters the first half? Oh, he'll check in to see if they want to play the second half. Oh, so yeah, guys, for the Patreon stream tomorrow, maybe. Uh, You can check in with me tomorrow. Maybe. I might stream. Like, what on earth is this tweet? So, 
I had Nikola Vucevic as a core play today. With Julius Randle, Brunson, and Yurt 7. Pivoted from Yurt 7, or pivoted from Barrett to Yurt 7 because I was a bit worried about the Knicks. Every single Nick absolutely smashed. Let's talk about Vooch. Okay. Have him as a core play. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, all right. You know, we got screwed to Sabonis the other night. I just, I can't have people, I can't recommend Vooch with confidence if he's only going to play the first half, right? I, I can't do that. Make a post and be like, all right, you know what? Let's just pivot to Drummond, right? Drummond's a couple thousand dollars cheaper. You can pivot somewhere. You can, you know, upgrade somewhere else. Drummond's a really good point per minute guy. And if the starters don't come back in the second half, then Drummond probably plays more minutes than Vooch, right? That was basically my advice because I can't pay, like, we can't play Vooch if he's only going to play the first half, right? You guys happen to see Nikola Vucevic's stats tonight? Oh, oh yeah, never in doubt. He came right back out in the second half. Huge minutes for Nikola Vucevic. Levine, though, he said, nah. He said, screw it, I'm not coming back. But every other starter comes back. So I pivot from Nikola Vucevic to Andre Drummond. Nikola Vucevic, double-double, with like five blocks and five steals, a 50 bomb. And might I add, too, at extremely low ownership. So I pivot from Vooch to Drummond because of this tweet. And Drummond's going to finish with like 15. Horrible first shift for Andre Drummond. Because Nikola Vucevic plays like 22 minutes in the first half. Oh, oh, oh no. We're not even close. Finish. Not even close. How about the Portland Trailblazers, all right? Are they serious? Are they serious? What is so hard about beat writers asking the coach what's going to happen? So here's, here's the events that took place for Portland. So we get news about a couple hours before the game starts that Justice Winslow is going to be the starter. Like, okay, that's a little bit weird. Do we have the other starters? No, just Winslow. So I'm like, that's, don't really know what's going on here. A few minutes later, a few minutes later, we get the Blazers Argentina Twitter account tweet out the starters. I'm looking, I'm like, what is this account? I don't see any other beat writers talking about the starters, but the account was verified. A post on Patreon. All right, this account's verified. Looks like these are the starters. Same starters, you know, minus Josh Hart. Then someone asked, like, where someone, uh, I think Jake Anderson replied and was like, where, where are you guys getting this information from? Literally, this, this Blazers Argentina account has like 20,000 followers and is verified. They reply, oh, we're just guessing that these are the other starters. You can't tweet out the starters and then say, oh, yeah, this is just a guess. They literally said, these are the starters for tonight against Utah. And like, ah, nah, it's just a guess, actually. So I have to backtrack on Patreon. I'm like, okay, these are not the starters. 
We still don't know. I'm looking at the Vegas odds. The Vegas odds had moved greatly in favor of the Jazz. I'm like, okay, I think the starters are not going to play. 45 minutes until the game starts. Nothing. 30 minutes? Ah. 15 minutes? You're out of your mind. No chance we're getting news. 10 minutes? No. Five minutes? Absolutely not. Five minutes before lock? Ah, we have no idea who's playing. Two minutes before lock, we get news. Same starters. Throat's a little sore from uh, from the stilts. Give me a second. Compose myself. Okay. It's not even close. Not even close to finished here. Lasers Argentina account. Okay. Here's 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 a nice one for you. I play a low owned Najee Marshall. Starting, it's like four point seven K. Play him at low ownership. Starts the game off, hits a three, couple assists, and a block. I'm like, yes, this is great. This is phenomenal. Najee Marshall, no way. Three fouls in five minutes, random massive foul trouble. Comes back in the second quarter after a prolonged shift on the bench. Fourth foul right away in eight, eight minutes. You would think you would have to deal with foul trouble in the preseason. Me? Oh, yeah, you better believe I'm getting foul trouble at low ownership, too. Very important, at low ownership. For Najee Marshall. Massive foul trouble. Loses huge minutes because of random foul trouble. And, and this, is, this is really, really the cherry on top. I mean, I, when I saw this, oh, I mean it when I say I don't think I've ever been as mad as I am tonight. So I'm sure... The other, you know, the other video you guys saw, I, I played a low-owned Kelly Olenek the other night, right? Very low-owned. Played him on that two-game slate. So what does he do for me? You want to know what he did for me? O of seven shooting and a massive bust in like 25 minutes. So I'm thinking, okay. Can't. Just can't with Kelly out, right? It's just so incredibly unlucky. That game that he had for me, a low ownership. I, I just, I can't deal with it. So, you want to know his stats? First half night. The first half. He went for like eight fantasy points when I played him a low ownership the other day. 0 of 7 shooting. Stats at half. 10 points, 6 assists, 3 boards, and 2 blocks. A 30 bomb. At half, draining threes, absolutely stroking three-pointers. All right, so welcome, guys. My name is DK. Let's talk about this five-game NBA slate here. 
If you guys are new, I do cover content for DraftKings and PriceFix. PriceFix is the sponsor of the video. Make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Over on PriceFix, I do have a package. We are now 11 of 12 in the preseason. 11 of 12, another win tonight. So if you guys are interested in that, you can check out my Patreon link down below. Also offer DFS content. All right, so Pacers and Hornets, first game. So for the Indiana Pacers, news-wise, we know Rick Carlisle said that with the short preseason, um, he said he's going to play his guys and play to win. So I think they get a decent run looking at their minutes from last game, or first preseason game last year. Didn't get a lot of run starters played like high teens minutes. I would think those those go up a bit. So I think we probably get low to mid-20s minutes for these Pacers starters. So... Taking a look at uh, players and the prices, uh, we have Halliburton 7K, Miles Turner at 6'4", Buddy Heald at 6'1". I mean, I, this is going to be like their big three. I, I think all three look pretty good here. You know, Charlotte's defense is awful, and I'm expecting like mid-20s Mets for all these guys. So I like all three. I think Halliburton probably your safest bet. Heald probably the guy with the lowest floor, but if he hits the shots, he has a pretty high ceiling. So I'm, I do like all three of the main guys here for the Pacers. Uh, Duarte, whether he starts or comes to the bench, still should get solid run. I think he's a fair option there in the mid-range. Um, McConnell's fine. Um, Benedict Matherin, we'll keep an eye on that, whether or not he's going to play. If he does play, he's obviously a viable option. Jalen Smith sounds like he is good. He's a close to 100% healthy. Um, assuming that he plays, I think he is a good option. Um, again, a guy that can kind of stretch the floor, block some shots. Um, looks like Tice and Goga probably aren't going to play. If like Jalen Smith doesn't play too, then we are going to have some, you know, value with some of these backup bigs. Maybe like Isaiah Jackson, I think would be a solid option there. So we'll keep an eye on some news here for the Pacers. But let's move on to the Charlotte Hornets. So the Hornets uh, starters played like uh, mid twenties minutes last game. Um, we do have no Gordon Hayward and no Cody Martin. Um, again, Steve Clifford said they're just being cautious. So the two guards are, are where I have the most interest in, in Lamelo and Rozier. And then Kelly Oubre. These are the guys going to be leading the way offensively. They're going to be playing alongside low usage players like Washington and Plumlee. So I think the two guards and Kelly Oubre look good. Um, Oubre is the cheapest, also shooting guard, small forward eligibility. So he's probably you know the easiest to get to. But the ceiling is, is definitely high in these two guards. Again, they're going to run the offense right. No Gordon Hayward, obviously no Miles Bridges. So um, the two guards plus Oubre, I think, will look very good. Uh, Value-wise, not a ton. I will mention Nick Richards got the back of five run over Mark Williams. He played about 18 minutes. So I think Nick Richards is a viable value play. All right, Cleveland and Philadelphia. So for Cleveland, we know that Evan Mobley's out. Ricky Rubio's going to be out until uh, about December. Um, I haven't seen any news from the Cavs yet. Looking at the first preseason game last year, we saw like low 20s minutes for, for a lot of the starters. So at the moment, that's kind of what I'm expecting um, first game here for Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be interesting to see how him and Darius Garland kind of gel, but I think both the main uh, Cavs guards are, are definitely viable. Um, with Evan Mobley out, it definitely is a boost to a guy like Jarrett Allen. We'll see what they do with the starting lineup. Uh, they could shift uh, Kevin Love into the starting lineup if Kevin Love starts. Like We know Love's a good point-per-minute guy. Um, I would definitely have some interest there. Uh, Levert, not so much there at 6.3. Let's see. Um... Value-wise, not a ton. I mean, I expect Isaiah Mobley to get some run here, but it kind of depends on how much the starters get. So mainly looking to the main guys here for the Cavs. Not a ton of value that I like. On the Philadelphia side, so they rested uh, their veterans in Embiid, Harden, and Tucker last game. I would expect those guys to play 
in this game. In the, in the 76ers' second preseason game last year, starters you know, got about low 20s minutes. 24 for Tobias, 20 for Embiid, 22 for Curry, 25 for Milton. So I do expect these main guys to play. I don't think they're going to play huge minutes, but obviously you can go to Embiid and Harden. Uh, these guys are going to be very productive when they're on the court. Um, but yeah, if assuming those guys play, I'm not as excited about anyone else in this team. Like Tobias would be a bit overpriced. Still would have a little bit of interest in Maxi, who was great in limited action last game. Um, the backup five. So Paul Reed started the game. Um, if he's going to get the backup five run, I do think he's a pretty decent value play. We know, you know, a guy that can stuff a stat sheet, great rebounder, great shot blocker. Um, they also do have Montrez Harrell. Um, I guess they could go back to Harrell as the backup five. We'll see. But if Paul Reed is, in fact, going to be the backup five for this game, he's probably the value play that I would uh, go to there. All right, Toronto and Boston. So Toronto, uh, they spread or they limited the minutes in their first preseason game. Uh, last game, you know, keeping starters around about 15 or so minutes. Um, in the second preseason game last year for the Raptors, though, they did give their, their starters good run. You saw 30 for OG, 26 for Scotty Barnes, 29 for Van Fleet. So I do expect these minutes to go up. I'd be pretty surprised if the starters only play the first half again. So with that being said, I think the main, you know, main guys here for Toronto, the starting five and Siakam, Van Fleet, Barnes, OG, and Garrett Trent all look pretty good. Um, expect Scotty Barnes to probably play the most of these starters, but Van Fleet Siakam probably will be the most productive. And if we're going to get, you know, 25 plus minutes, uh, I'm, I'm pretty high on these Raptors. So um, again, we'll keep an eye on news, but at the moment I do like Toronto a good amount, assuming that we get, you know, mid uh, to high 20s minutes for these guys. OG and Trent are fine. I mean, you guys know the story of Gary Trent for me last year. Whenever I would play him, O of 17 shooting, whenever I would fade, uh, he would break the three-point record and just couldn't miss. So just do the opposite of what I do with Gary Trent always. Now, a couple of guys I'll mention off the bench, Boucher and Achua. These guys will be productive within the court. Small lean to Boucher, does have power forward eligibility. If we get, you know, around 20 minutes or so from him, I think he's a pretty good value. Don't really know if I consider anyone else. Again, I'm, I'm expecting the starters to play a good chunk more. So value-wise, not much else below uh, Boucher and Achua. All right, so for Boston, um, starters got some decent run last game, you know, mid-20s uh, for some of these main guys. Uh, we know the offense can run through Tatum and Brown. If we get similar run to, the, to last game, they both look pretty good. Brogdon came off the bench and looked very good um, stats-wise. I think he finished with a double-double. So he's definitely someone I'm considering. Horford uh, was the guy that played the least of the starters. Again, he's getting up there in age, so a little bit concerned about his minutes, but he will be playing at the five, which is a pretty big boost right, to him playing the four. Like, his upside goes way up when he does play the five. Marcus Smart, I'm kind of just indifferent on. Now, they did just sign Blake Griffin. We'll see if he's going to be available for this game. He is complete dust, uh, but he is only 4.7K. Last game, they actually played Noah Vonla as the backup five. So, um, if Blake Griffin's not going to play, I do think we can consider a guy like Noah Vonla. Also, Sam Hauser got some decent run off the bench. Those two, plus Pritchard. Uh, Pritchard probably being my favorite guy to consider off the bench just because he'll be very productive when he's on the court. All right, Dallas and OKC. So for Dallas, um, let's see, where is this? I have so many tabs. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, where is this? Um, okay, so we know McGee and, and Bertans are out um, and that Luka is most likely not playing. So yeah, Luka Doncic very likely not traveling, playing tomorrow. Um Tim Hardaway said smiling when I asked about him. I don't know. We'll see. So 
Sounds like Luka Doncic is not going to play. We don't have any idea of starters minutes yet, but I would assume they're going to be relatively limited. And if you take a look at their first preseason game last year, we saw starters play like mid-teens minutes, which is not great. So assuming Luka's out, if we get like 15 or so minutes from, from these main guys, I don't have a ton of interest. So like Wood, Dinwiddie, Hardaway, DFS, Kleba, uh, like uh, basically all the rotation guys, Bullock. If these guys are only going to play like 15 or so minutes, not a ton of interest. If they limit those guys, though, there's a couple couple uh, rookies I'll mention. Jaden Hardy was pretty solid in the summer league. He's a high usage player. He's only 4.1K. Would have some interest there, as well as a guy like Marcus Bingham, rookie, good shot blocker. So those two I have my eye on if we know that the, the, the main um, Mavericks are going to be limited. Now, if we get news that Luka is is confirmed not playing and that the starters are going to play into the second half, then that changes things, right? Because then I'm going to have interest in Dinwiddie, who's probably going to run the offense and look pretty good. Um, Tim Hardaway would, would get probably get a lot of shots up. Um, Christian Wood, they said he's actually going to come off the bench, but McGee's out, so I would assume he would probably start. So, like, Wood, Dinwiddie, Hardaway would all look pretty good if we know that they are going to play in the second half. All right, the Oklahoma City Thunder. So starters did play in the second half. Um, you know, Giddy was a guy I really liked uh, last late, and of course I late pivoted off him. It's just like, it's comical, right? It's comical what happens to me when I make a pivot, right? Pivot off Giddy last late, 50 bomb. Pivot off Vooch because of that quote from Billy Donovan, 50 bomb. Just whenever I make a pivot, just it's never going to go well, ever. Um, but yeah, so Josh Giddy is someone I really like this price point, and it's the same reason I liked him last slate. Look at this roster, right? Giddy is going to have to do like everything for this team. So Giddy almost had a triple double last game, or maybe he did. What was his final stat line? 14, 12, and 9. So yeah, almost a triple double. I think he looks amazing in the mid range. I also like Trey Mann a good amount. Um, he was getting a lot of shot attempts up, played 23 minutes. The only downside of Trey Mann is he's pretty scoring dependent. So if his shot's not falling, he does have a low floor. Baisley actually came off the bench, but did play relatively well. I think he's fine. Pokashevsky and Kenneth Williams both started. They're both fair options in the mid-range. Um, and uh, be careful with this. I know a lot of people will probably make this mistake throughout the year, but there's two Jalen Williamses on the Thunder. I know, I'm not kidding. There's two Jalen Williamses. But this Jalen Williams, the guard, Jalen Williams, played the most of anyone, played 26 minutes. And he's a guy that is going to shoot when he's on the court. So I do have some interest in him as a value option. Also, JRE started at the five. He's only 4.8K, pretty solid value. So actually a good amount to like here for the Thunder. A lot of guys pretty cheap. If we get a similar rotation to last game, definitely some guys that are underpriced. And finally, the Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers. Can we talk about how the Suns lost to the 36ers? No, not the 76ers. The 36ers, an Australian team, the Suns lost, and they played like all their starters. I mean, what, what, what? Uh, yeah, the starters got like low 20s minutes. Now, Monte, Monte Williams said that he's going to ramp up the starters' minutes a tad. So, with them playing low 20s minutes last game, I think a fair guess for their minutes is like mid, mid to high 20s. So, I think like 25 to 27 minutes, I think is a pretty fair guess for these Sun starters which does make him look like pretty good options. So we have Booker, Paul, Aiton, the big three here. Uh, I think Booker probably being my preferred option of the bunch, just the guy with the highest ceiling. But we know Paul has a pretty high floor, and if he's going to play the same minutes, um, you know, he's the guy that obviously has a ceiling. And DeAndre Aiton also solid as well. So the big three for Phoenix look pretty good. 
Uh, Lakers, not great defensively, so I'm not super worried about that. Mikel Bridges, not as excited about him. I mean, he's mainly out there for defense. He can knock down some threes. Cam Johnson did start and did play well. I think he finished with... Uh, maybe they don't have a stats up. But I think he had a pretty good game against the 36ers. Um, again, he is now the starting uh, three uh, for Jay Crowder. So I do have a little bit of interest in a guy like Cam Johnson. And then off the bench, not a ton. I mean, campaign we know will be relatively high usage. Probably it. Uh, so let's finish off with the Lakers, who right now I haven't seen anything on uh, minutes-wise for the main guys. Now, last game... We got the starters only playing the first half. You would think those minutes are going to go up because I believe the Lakers only have four preseason games and Darvin Ham said that they need to get chemistry. So I would think that these Lakers main starters are going to play in the second half. Of the big three, I think AD probably my favorite. He had the he was my favorite last game. He had a massive game in only one half. Uh, LeBron shot like 0 of 7. I don't expect that to happen again. So I do think LeBron will be lower owned than AD, but I still prefer AD. Um, Westbrook definitely going to be the lowest owned of the bunch. Um, he is my least favorite for sure. Value-wise, the Lakers, so you kind of saw Damian Jones and Thomas Bryant split the center minutes. They're both fine plays, not super high usage, but guys that can get rebounds and putbacks. Um, you did see Kendrick Nunn start. He's only $4,000. I think he's a decent value play. Again, won't be high usage playing with these starters, but if we're going to get 20-plus know, minutes from him, I do think he is a decent value play. You saw some rotation minutes for JTA. He's fine. Beverly will get rotation minutes, but he's a bit pricey. Uh, yeah, so I think that is going to wrap it up for the video, guys. So that might have been my longest tilt on record. So um, thank you for everyone that uh, ended up watching. Uh, very surprised that uh, if a lot of you guys ended up watching that whole thing. But no, seriously, I appreciate all the support, guys, uh, on the DFS content, price fix content. Um, really do appreciate it. Again, if you do enjoy this, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. And I will see you all in the next video. Hopefully, we don't have to tilt about anything. I hope, please.